Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Tuckle Tour. My name is Hamanth and I'm joined by my co-host George. George, how are you? Yo, mate? good mate, how are you doing? I'm alright, I'm alright, alright. Good, good, good. <laughs> it's good to see we like we've got a like a, a good schedule, haven't we? Like recording every Monday and it's good that we're doing it every week, yeah. About bloody time, mate. Is it was it your New Year's resolutions to It wasn't my New Year's resolution, it was the fact that you'd stopped working and you had a bit more time on your hands and we just thought it's probably probably best to do it this way to grow our audience a bit. But yeah, that's actually yeah. worked really, but we've got It will make it will make this this time in one year, yeah, we'll have Marvin Sordell. Let's let's, let's, <laughs> man, <laughs> let's manifest the man. I know he aired no, you, but we, he's, we won't, he's yeah, gonna, we won't have Marvin back. Sordell because he aired me, the, the bastard. Can you just check, like, whilst we're, whilst we're speaking, just check a bit later, see if it's still. I've just called Marvin Sordell a bastard live on air. So if, if you're listening, Marvin Sordell, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, we've got another special guest on this week, yeah. Um, one of our good friends of ours, Jack. Jack, how are you today? Hello. Thank you for having me on. Very welcome, mate. Very welcome. So Jack, uh, well, Jack is another United fan like me. So George, this is going to be, this might be a bit dominated today of our chat. But uh, we had another good week. Obviously, we're going to talk about the best player in the Premier League. But we'll get, we'll get to that we'll get in a second. Daniel yeah. James in but Jack, obviously. <laughs> I, I still really dislike him as a player, but again, we'll talk about that in a second. But it's it's just always like whenever I think of him, whenever I think of him, you know, you know when um we did we equal equalize and we scored one goal back, and then he did that Mbappe celebration, <laughs> and then Marshall and Rashford dragged him back. Yeah, yeah. That, that was that that was years ago. That was that was like right towards I don't know, the start it, of his. He's come a long way. It just still cringes period. me out. It just still cringes me out, but. Um, yeah, Jack. So you're a United fan, yes? Yeah? So lifelong United fan, pretty or much. Glory hunter, or well, <laughs> what United fan isn't a glory hunter these days? But I was five, so give me a break. You're these the, days, when you're five, these... you choose the best team if you don't have any outside influence. <laughs> I mean, I suppose. But yeah, obviously, like obviously, me, me, Jack, and George obviously all went to school together, so we've had a fair few football chats. So it's good to put it live onto a podcast. So um, obviously, let, let's go straight into it with United. Then, um, did you all watch the game against Newcastle? Or? Well, I did. On bits a, of it. Bits of it. I, I did Jack on a did. very bad stream. So I'd, I'd, uh, I had a few goals ruined for me by notifications. <laughs> Wasn't it? WhatsApp groups. Well, wasn't it on Sky Sports? Wasn't it on Sky Sports? Yeah, but in my in my room at uni, like the TV doesn't connect to to anything, so I, I, the laptop's all I have. I've got I've got to stream it. Um, le- so you had of, you, you, course, you had spoilers from Cameron. Yeah, <laughs> legal stream. Yeah, yeah. legal. Yeah, stream. he legally streamed on SkyGo. Sky yeah. He's a he's a paid SkyGo member. Course. Yeah, he's yeah. a paid SkyGo member. So, yeah, SkyGo is a bit dodgy sometimes. There yeah. there are some crazy pop-up ads that come through SkyGo as well. So yeah, so I annoying. Your... <laughs> I I'm get, not interested in those pain. kind of sites. Sites that keep yeah, keep... like Ronaldo Seven, <laughs> LifeSports.exe, like they're awful, awful, awful sites. <laughs> yeah, but the fact um... you the the fact you know what they're called, Matt, is. Is not really selling your point here. 
To be fair, mate, I'm, I, we finally have BT Sport. Like after three, four, five years of suffering about <laughs> BT, like Trouble. having no Champions League, having to use streams, we finally bought <laughs> I would, BT Sport. I wouldn't call that suffering, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a form of suffering, I suppose. But... Exactly, it's relative, relative to. So speaking of um, Ronaldo seven, uh, Dan James, your your number seven, uh, number twenty one. Is he as good as Ronaldo? He uh, he's probably already what Ronaldo achieved at United, and I know some people might disagree with me there, but you just got to look at the stats; they back him up. The, the the funny thing is right Dan, Dan James has scored what how many goals has he scored this season three I don't know. three or four he's scored three yeah. three games that's like three more three than Martial games. or two more than Martial Martial scored no. A, no. about three goals I think to be fair <laughs> you, you, but, like every Martial day, scored about hundred in it yeah I was gonna say like his that's the thing with Martial at the moment he's very much yeah. I think I saw something about Shearer basically on match a day. Um, was pointing out that Martial's a you know a massive talent, but not a not a striker. But would you go along with that? Or no, I believe so. I I, I think he is a striker. He's just he's he's in a very bad run of form. Like either his confidence is shot, or just I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's putting in the effort. Like you see the work rate of like Martial, sorry Rashford. Like it's a big difference compared to Martial. Do you think though he's if if you're a striker you kind of have to have that knack for goal which he he does have at, at time. I think he but, does. I mean, I think. But if you think United I, United are top scorers in the league this season with like I think nearly nearly fifty five goals and he's contributed what like three goals. But I think he just you know what it is yeah it's like last season was the first time like, after we sold Lukaku last season was the first time he was properly playing as a number nine yeah. And before that, he was always shifted onto the left or the right or whatever. He never really had a big chunk of time. So this is like we're still in his learning curve as a striker. And to be fair, his like his biggest plus is his finishing, and he gets others into the game as well. And I think he can be a striker, but again, he is still developing. Like he's still, I think he's still only twenty five right now. So I'm not sure how good he will be, but. I don't think you can rule him it's out. Kind of, it's kind of prime years, though, really. Well, I, I, I was just about to say, like, it's prime years are ahead of him, surely. Yeah. I'm saying he hasn't actually had that time to adapt to that position. Like, um, it's only his second season. But he, the thing is, he has been bad, though. Like, yeah, he's there's been no, very poor. There's no denying that he has been bad. Like, well, it's like that movement. kind of instinctive movement and off the ball movement that you make. I think he has that though. I think he had that though. If you like, watch Cavani season, compare him to Martial, the yeah. movement off the ball is just yeah, but completely Cavani's different. been in the game for what, like seventeen years. He's like what? 30, yeah, 34, I'd say he's one of the best in Europe. Yeah, like but that, yeah, that's so I've said that's thing. what separates like, best in Europe with. Imagine, imagine Martial, Martial in ten years' time. Like you, you would think he would potentially have as much experience as Cavani. Maybe he. You know, would have acquired that that skill set a bit more. I th- I think Marshall's the type of guy in ten years to be retired on a on a boat <laughs> in Tenerife. He might be right. He might. You be. think? Do you have a bet? Do you have a bet? Does <laughs> not. I don't know if we'll remember this in ten years. <laughs> we will. It's, it's recorded. I'll say, so I will say. Uh, wait, how old is he? How old is he? How old is he right now? Twenty-five. Is he? Twenty-five. We just said it. I I don't know. I feel like he's the type of player to retire early. Like I, I don't think he'll play till after. I don't know. I feel like, for example, like, I I see Rashford playing for a very very long time. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's just Rashford about the mentality, really. I don't think that's yeah, kind that's of why Martial's been so inconsistent. 
for quite a long time is because of his mentality. Yeah, really. but he, whereas Rashford he goes, clearly has a good one. He goes through like runs, doesn't he? Like he'll have like a really good season. Like his first season at United was really good for you know an eighteen-year-old in mm. his debut season. But then like the next season, he wasn't as good. And he, he's just he's hot and cold. He'll be he'll have a great season then a terrible season. He's just that kind of player. So a bit like yeah. Eden Hazard. <laughs> To a degree, it's actually mad how ineffective he's been for Real Madrid. Like, but that's, I was, but that's, I was, but actually, he's, he's quite he's injured again. You know, he's injured again. You know, I'd say it's quite similar. Like Hazard's kind of got that same kind of mentality and the kind of casualness about him. And when he wants to perform and when he's in the mood, then there's not really many better. But half the time, he kind of just looks like he can't be asked. Really, mm. I, I mean, mean I, I, I can... always remember. I think Belgium's running the World Cup. I think it was. A, all World Cup and even like the quarterfinal, semi-final, he looks so so good. Yeah, it's just like when but, he has the ball, he can just do anything. Like he can literally do, yeah, whatever he feels like, and just he can just dominate whenever he feels like. He can just turn that switch. Like I don't think any other player has that. Hmm. But um, speaking about, did you see the announcement Boris made today? The about lockdown and fans being supposedly back by May. I think about ten thousand by May. He said. Source? Who's your source? My source, Boris Johnson himself, mate. Is he is he trustworthy? No. Uh, I think I think he's well. He's not a trustworthy person, no. But I mean, he's a trustworthy source. <laughs> Fair enough. What do you say? Well, it's just I said I think ten thousand by May is part of the four point four part plan, really, wasn't it? Um, by oh yeah, yeah. I, just to expand, it was I think it's the is it the last week? Like that's exactly the last week. So the last game week of the Premier League this season where fans are expected to be back and this is a home and away fan so like maybe they'll be in a way well it was well. like yeah it was like leisure centres gyms and swimming pools and all that were That's... saying they could open by like the 12th of April um, yeah does, does that mean then away fans can travel the length of the country to attend a football game possibly uh, I mean, that could well... be quite irresponsible like depending on I guess they'll review it when they get to like that time but I well, know. I mean, they said by no earlier than June the 21st that, I mean, literally everything would be lifted. Yeah. So yeah. you'd think by May that you'd be, they'd be able to have away fans. I mean, hopefully, because it is weird. At least a small amount. Anyway. Stadium. Yeah, it, it, it's just wrong. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's, just, it's wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like wrong. <laughs> well, it's just, what's, what's weird though, like, it's different. I mean, my dad, like, we watch football and I much prefer watching the football with the crowd noise, the other crowd noise, which I know is, you know, not normal. And obviously, like, it's still... Yeah, it's very weird, mate. Very much a working progress. And, like, they kind of get it wrong sometimes. But I, watching it without the crowd noise, I find it almost... I find it... I find yeah, it weird. It's, 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 my, dad, my dad much prefers it. I, way, but I, 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 I prefer it, really it at the moment because it's... Like, you can see there's no fans. So I'd rather hear it as it is. Yeah. Just as, like, the added bonus exactly. that maybe you hear a player shout something that's funny. I mean, yeah, yeah, facts. That's true, but like it's at the same time, it just creates an atmosphere, doesn't it? And which yeah, you know, exactly. I think you need when you're watching football. I feel, I feel like it makes it much better anyway. I, I, I find it interesting. Like you can literally hear what everyone's saying. Like um, mm. I find it. Yeah, like, that's why I like game, it in that sense. It? But like um, it's how a journalist movie picked up what um, Ollie was saying to Marshall the other day. I mean, against Newcastle, he was like. Um, apparently Ole was shouting down at Marshall saying um, Anto run movement movement run <laughs> so like it's it's a bit sad that he had to encourage that 
There are there are occasional moments of brilliance when it's like you see Rob Holding when he fouled Triore and he's like, he's built like a brick shit house. How's he falling down like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, those are the moments that you miss. It's, it's, so, it, it's so good, though. That's, that's like the one good thing about yeah. it, I think. No, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Just it's like to hear what players shout. It's like in American sports where they have mic'd up jerseys. Like sometimes random players get mic'd up, and it's actually interesting. I don't know. I don't think you can do that in football because they did it in football. They did, yeah, they've been doing they it. They did it in football, they? Yeah, well, they, they did it. They did it in the eighties for Arsenal. There was one Arsenal game in the FA Cup. Um, no it was quite way. infamous because they mic'd up just the ref. Um, I guess not quite all the players, like in NBA or whatever. But they mic'd up the ref and like <laughs> I think Arsenal I think we had quite a few sending offs. And I think Tony like Tony Adams, like he was like he didn't realise that the ref had a mic and he kept going up to him and like literally just like hurling like swear words at him and like <laughs> slagging everyone off. And it was so funny. Yeah, I think you can watch it on YouTube and anyway, find that it watch, that sounds amazing. It's quite well, you said Tony Adams. The Tony Adams. The The Tony Adams, yeah. What other Tony Adams would I be talking about? <laughs> Know, it just reminds me of that. What was that? You know, when he was dancing, yeah. when he was a coach. Granada. Who was he? The coach was? Levante. Uh, I think it was Granada, Levante. wasn't it? Granada. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Whoever it was. <laughs> yeah, well, that was brilliant. <laughs> he, he was just, uh, he just, he's the kind of person, Tony Adams. Like, there are certain people I, I think that you listen to being interviewed about football and they kind of don't speak that much sense. And you kind of just think, I cannot imagine you being a football manager. And I think just watching that video was all it kind of needed to confirm confirm what I thought anyway. Because <laughs> yeah, he's he's not done well anywhere he's been, has he, Tony Adams? No. Just yeah. the fact that like I those mean, Spanish some... players definitely couldn't understand what he was saying either. Definitely <laughs> not. Brilliant. He's like a proper like Cockney geezer. Yeah. So he's trying to. He's trying I, I doubt to he. I doubt he knows Spanish. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean. Uh, um... Just want to touch up on Liverpool quick, real quick. <laughs> it's actually unbelievable. Of course, of course you want to like, talk. Of course, you as United fans want to touch upon Liverpool. They have to. It's, like, it's the <laughs> big story of the Premier League, like at the moment. Like last season's champions, just capitulating. Hundred percent the worst I, champions ever. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean yeah, I tweeted United. that, and then people were like, Jose's, Jose's yeah, Chelsea, Jose's or Chelsea. Moyes against United. But it's st- st- no, but statistically, Liverpool are, are right now the worst ever because of how good they were last oh, year wow. okay. just because the point the points yeah list this so that because of the points differential um liverpool this year are minus 33 points where they were compared to last year that is bad that's really bad. and so it's worse than to be very Leicester had 32 uh chelsea Mourinho chelsea had 29 Isn't that just cause, and Moise, yeah they, they just had like almost it was one under a record amount of points wasn't it yeah, that's the I thing. Think probably it's probably doing relative, kind of yeah, it's average, not... really. Yeah, no, but for the agenda, they are yeah. the worst. <laughs> for the for the agenda, they are. I the think worst. I and... think it looks it looks better for them than the Chelsea Mourinho because basically the level of football quality of football this season hasn't been anywhere near as good. So Liverpool are still somewhat competitive. Yeah. Whereas when Chelsea collapsed, it was like the league was actually in a much better and better state. So they looked. Liverpool, and they were like Liverpool weren't doing bottom half and too terribly were they until. Like they've they've had a terrible run. Is it like four yeah. games at home or something they've lost in a row? Was yeah. As soon as they yeah, lost, three, their, yeah, they had lost won... the, they had lost the game at home at home all season last season and can continue the following. It was season like, it was like two years, wasn't it? It was like two years, wasn't it? 
something yeah it was something mad that is but that now is it's four losses yeah four losses in a row four losses in a row at Anfield now what do you think that's down that's to though really just injuries or I don't think you can blame injuries I think it's like capitulation yeah it's something like <laughs> mentality change confident yeah I, I, I do I don't think it helps though I mean you think about it what Van Dijk Gomez Matip that's their first three but... centre backs all out They've signed a replacement, but then even like they've still been playing Jordan Henderson at yeah. centre back, which in itself he, is laughable. And now he's just, injured. Yeah, he's now out for about five games apparently as well. But I think it is, they've lost their spot. But also like last year they were playing for the for the league title and stuff like that. And I think like now they know City are just gonna win it. Like they're just so far ahead. And I, I just, suppose like, you still just, you'd still want to turn it around, wouldn't you? That's the thing. That's the thing. That's why I think they are bad champions. It just doesn't seem like they are re- reacting well. Like Salah, like Salah's having a decent season, like goals scoring wise. But um, actually, quickly, he's the worst diver I've ever seen. Like <laughs> not ever. The di- he, been no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not lying. Like generally, generally, like the one against the what he did two again on at uh, the weekend as well. But it's like there was one which is just generally it's mad. Like every single game, he has one just insanely like it's actually impressive like how how he does it but i think it's 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 somewhat somewhat it's kind of the harry kane effect where players are like learning to be a bit more streetwise so like salah basically anytime he kind of feels any contact whether it's just like someone if if someone licks salah's ear then he he goes down i think i'd go down if someone licked my ear Yeah, that's a bit <laughs> you know what I mean. Just any any random like small contact and Salah yeah. is down always. That's the and thing. that's just him trying to win a penalty for his team, I suppose, just part of the game. But, but he is, yeah, if, he, is, he is a bit. If you look at United, like on. United, no, definitely but even, go like, down. To be fair, he is still the top scorer in the Premier League, but it's like Mane's level has gone down. I'd say to be fair, like I think he scored goals in like quite a few bunches, but I don't think Salah's been that amazing. Like especially the games that they've lost. It doesn't feel like he's fully stepped he's up. He's not well, scoring it. I think they just, they've just lost their spark. Not yeah. really. It's quite funny spark. how Liverpool, like Liverpool forwards, don't really tend to get much stick for the amount they dive. I mean, like you see, kind of the whole kind of everybody hates Neymar now just because of that World Cup and the fact he was diving all the time. But Salah and Mane do it just as much, if not more, and like you rarely see anyone commenting on it. Yeah, but like United, just go back to like United winning penalties. Obviously, we had a lot of stick for being awarded so many penalties, but like our style of play meant we just won a lot of penalties. And obviously, it's the same thing of going down when you feel contact. Like Martial, Fernandez, Rashford are all kind of. Hmm. Def- pro- I'm assuming they practiced like going down with contact. Well, well yeah, it- I mean, Rash- Rashford's won the other night. Willock, where it, it was very, I mean, if there was contact, yeah. but it was minimal contact, and as soon as he felt the contact, he was, you know, on the floor. But it, it's still, he it's could still have a penalty. The, but the difference with like Salah you know, is it's ridiculously theatrical, and I think he, he doesn't help himself yeah. in that sense. Like, if he just went down normally, it probably, he, you know, we wouldn't be talking yeah. about it now. Yeah. I mean, George, I'm going to link you the dive that I'm talking about, but it's just, just insanely bad. But it's like, I've watched, the whole, it. I've watched the whole Liverpool game again last week as well, and it just. He did one there. It's just it's just insane, like how he does it every mm. single game. But um, I know. I still I still give him props. Like he's still the lead, leading scorer in, in the league. Yeah, like, he's been he's been he's been the one player in the Liverpool side that's actually kind of kept to the same level. Whereas I, I, that's kind of why I think they struggle so much is because I mean not only have they had all their best defenders injured, which 
I think one has won, won them league last season. That was the reason they got so many. I mean, they didn't play good football last season really at all. Liverpool, they just relied on their defence a lot. Um, so having them out is big enough in itself. Then also the fact that Mane's not performed at all like this season. He's dropped off massively. Firmino's dropped off. So you can't just rely on one player. Brent's dropped off. Really? Quite a lot. And like Thiago, yeah. Thiago doesn't suit their style of play at all. He's, he looked like a great signing at the time. He's probably the best centre mid in the world I, after I, I, last I season. Would, then. Yeah, I know a lot of people have been digging into him, but I'll just put Asterisk over him because obviously he's playing. He's not playing this. He's not playing the same Liverpool side. Like this isn't the same Liverpool team as last year or the year before. Like this isn't. He isn't surrounded by like just the the way that they usually play or with the spark that they have. Like I don't mm. think he's like he's not the reason why they're failing. Like it's their defense. This like you even think of like consistency. Even Allison's like flopped off. Like Allison's actually. Yeah, really well, bad as lot, well. a lot of their recent losses have been down to defensive errors, haven't they? Yeah, that's the thing. That, that goes back to confidence, like, though, doesn't it? Like when you're not confident yeah. in your team and like in your teammates, you just make more errors. And yeah, I mean, I'm not they, gonna lie, as a goalie, though, I would I would not be confident having Jordan Henderson and Kabak. Yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't seen any like Which, positive comments guess... about Kabak. Like look through Twitter, it's all just like he moves like he's running through syrup or stuff <laughs> like that. I mean, he's not terrible, thing... but like he's just he's nothing special. I think I think even Van just not just Van Dyke's be ability. I'm watched as a defender, but he's just kind of he, that authoritative figure. The Van Dyke at the back is someone they miss massively. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's still young, but the thing is, like, he came from a situation where Schalke, who have been in a historically bad form, like I yeah, don't terrible. know how you can just get like I know maybe even if he was good, but getting him from that situation, like where he's just constantly losing or just drawing, like. It's hard to just transfer that. Like even if he is a good player, yeah, so same with that. Time, um, they've picked up a bit though, Schalke, sure. because they signed Kalasnach. That's all it is. Oh yeah, that's definitely it. Yeah, you know, you, they got destroyed by Dortmund in the derby actually at the weekend. Yeah, Dortmund, Dortmund have probably the joint best player in the world at the moment. I was, was going to say, anyway. have you seen his goal? The goal he yeah, scored like, is a what would you call it? A bicycle kick. It wasn't an overhead yeah. kick, but that's, that's one thing brilliant. actually. I do think I think he'll go this summer. I think he'll go. I think he'll go this summer. You know, where Real so high. That's the thing. I think Barcelona. Barcelona. No, no, Barcelona's depth is like one billion or something crazy. Yeah. Like Messi's going to go for free, isn't he? It's not. They're not going to get a sale out. Yeah, of but him, they'll so, think about how much um, wage that'll free up. He's on. He's on what yeah. nine hundred. I mean, I don't. I. I mean, I know it's. It might be slightly different next Madrid, season, but I don't I know think... why Harlem would want to do that. Yeah, they're thinking shit. They're nah. a mess. I, I think Real Madrid, but I'm not sure. the thing is, Real Madrid surely can try sign Mbappe as well, but maybe Mbappe's going to stay for a bit longer. I, I want Harlem at United. I would, I would drop 120. Oh, 30 I'd, million. I'd, I'd, you, I'd you, love you United. That'd be incredible. But I don't think it will happen. You like, want, ha- you a... want, you want Harlem at United. You want Harlem. Hundred percent. You want Harlem. Hundred percent. It's a very obvious statement that I think every I think every team in the world would want Harlem. Yeah, George, would you uh, yeah, would you want him at Arsenal? I mean, so... I think I would. Yeah, really over Lacazette yes. and then Kessier. Uh yeah, maybe not Lacazette, but yeah, over Kessier. Okay, probably on, probably bench, on par with Kessier. Good squad option. I think there's a massive changing of the guard there, really. When you think Harlem and Mbappe, I, I think they're the two best players in the world at the moment. Like their, their goal production and levels, like for the last year, I mean, not just in the leagues they're in, which people have complained about. So, oh, yeah, it's Farmers League, blah, blah blah. But they're doing it in the Champions League as well. Like their combined goal totals in the Champions League are far more than Messi and Ronaldo 
Can we uh, can um, we throw Bruno into the mix I, I, as well? Because, I, mean, I mean, look at his production in yeah, the yeah, Premier League, but also Europa League, which is obviously an elite competition as well. It's where, it's where, it's where the big teams play, exactly. though, let's be fair. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. I mean, yeah. I mean we actually we recorded on Monday, so we couldn't actually talk about Mbappé's performance, but wow. It's just how, just how it was just how clinical it was. I mean, the, the third goal was just it just made it look so easy. It's just not just easy to do it in big games like that. Yeah, I mean Barcelona's defense just still just doesn't look good, and apparently they they even fully rushed Pique. Like Pique's been injured for five months, and they rushed him back for this game. Which well, there's, was there's weird that. There's the fact he's partnered what, with Longley, who's ordinary as well. Yeah, they're both very they're both slow though. I'm not just not sure yeah. why would you would like rush him back to. They just look very weak, very very weak. Like it's weird because I think but, Messi Messi not leaving, I think has cast a bit of a shadow kind of over the club a bit. And I think like the likes of Pedri, Fatty, like they're you know that's kind of not allowed them to develop really. You've got to imagine like the dressing uh, room the atmosphere must be like pretty terrible, pretty yeah. bad, yeah. yeah. No, li- li- and like is is just Coman, is just horrible. Yeah, like managerial as well. Like is Coman the right man to sort all that out? Like he failed at everything. Uh, yeah. Did you see Idris Gay's post on his No. No, you you mean the ass. Was it gay or the ass? Yes, uh, gay, gay, gay. Just a gay guy, Pitchy, Everton former Everton player. What? What, what was it again? I can't remember. Uh, he posted Everton beating Liverpool. Then him smiling in front of Coleman. Because obviously Coleman did like Coleman was an enemy or something. Well, because I, I, I saw I saw in the ass retweet it or something. No, Everton, I think I'm pretty sure. And gay he was the one that it. was really badly treated, wasn't he? That interview. Yeah. By but Coleman. I'm pretty sure. Gay, gay poster on Instagram, but also Coleman was like Everton. Coleman literally said like last month where Everton fans need to reel in their expectations of the team and stuff like that. He was like, they're just mm. not at the level to expect stuff. And then, and then you see Ancelotti, an actual good manager. Look where he's taken them. They're fourth, are they joint fifth right now. Yeah, he's done a brilliant job. Got so much out of Calvert Lewin as well. Impressive. Yeah, no, I mean Everton done very, very well. I think they've got. I mean, squad wise, they've. They've got just as good a squad as some of the teams around them. Um, but, I mean, that win at Liverpool really was massive. Yeah. Like they've, they've not won at Anfield since, like, what, the 90s, was it? Yeah, it was, 20, uh, 90s, it was, it was a 20 or 30-year record, wasn't it? I mean, uh, that kind of just highlight, highlighted in itself how good he's, how good he's doing. Yeah, I don't really. th- wait, do you think it was a penalty? Just quickly. I'm, I can't remember the incident. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, Trent, that, Trent, uh, Trent, Trent, Trent. It's, a, it's, it's tough, isn't it? Because like, Cause... you've got to say Calvin Lewin played for it, right? Like, he literally just ran into a guy who was sprawled out on the floor. But the, no, but the thing is, the ball was going in that direction. Yeah, he was running. You could say he was running towards the ball. Like, uh... like I think he fully played for it. But I think you you could argue he had every right to do so because. Yeah, I mean, Trent shouldn't have been there in in a sense, but yeah, like it's just the modern, it's just the modern day, isn't it? We talk about Salah, that penalty won um, recently. I can't remember if it was against, but he literally just felt like a bit of a tug on the arm, and he dived, like he fully dived, but because there was contact, yeah, and VAR, like you can't say it's not a penalty because you can see the contact, so it's kind of ruining the game. Like they need to be a bit more lenient, I think, to defenders. 
I just I just hate how much it hinders the game. We've yeah. talked about it so much. It kind of sounds like a broken record now, but like it's just uh, it's like it. I know it's there for the right reasons, and if it's you know gonna give goals, it shouldn't be goals. Vice versa, then fair enough. Yeah. But like it's just the way it's done. It's just kills the kind of joy. Yeah, have have you seen the uh, the Dutch model? Like they're using in Erdogan. They've basically gone against FIFA, I think, uh, with their offside rule. What are they doing with VAR? So it's basically like they have a margin of error kind of thing. So if I'm I'm not sure mm. exactly what it is, but it'd be something like if there's um, they need like a certain amount of certainty that it's actually offside, or like if it's I think it's like if it's a few centimeters offside they give the attacker the a benefit like the benefit of the doubt which i think is i respect yeah that. I, I think gonna, it's a really good uh, idea because yeah. like I, how yeah, ridiculous is it when someone gets given offside because i don't know like their they're toenail geometrical lines yeah, or... <laughs> their toenail or <laughs> yeah, their no, elbow exactly. or their shoulder is like a millimeter over like offside like it's a joke really <laughs> You just feel like a, you just feel like a, a prat as well. Because I remember when Arsenal scored a goal, the other thing was against Villa. Yeah. It was called offside. I I just remember like dancing around my living room celebrating, <laughs> and like five minutes later, it's like caught like because his toes offside. It's yeah. not a goal, and you just feel like a right. Well, idiot. Honestly, every time United have scored it. A... Not saying that's why they should cancel the yeah, AR, no. I, I know dancing, what you mean. But... Well, it takes the joy out of the game of it, but like the amount of times I think every, almost every single goal United have scored this season, I haven't like celebrated or anything. Until like exactly. it's confirmed by VAR, so it really does take the joy out. It's, There's no like yeah. excitement about goals because I think, oh no. my god, what if it's like ruled out? I just feel like an idiot. Was, when City, when City thought they got through to the Champions yeah, League, Tottenham, I was like Tottenham said, Tottenham uh, yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah. was crazy. <laughs> Seconds later, that was funny too. That was really funny. The thing is, it was funny, but I felt bad. Like even like. But if I was a City fan and I had actually that that had happened, I'd be celebrating so much. But like when it was actually disallowed, I'd probably just think I'm not watching football. Yeah, wasn't there it's wasn't there a fan who got interviewed outside the stadium? Like because he obviously left. He oh, left he when uh, yeah, like he left just before the end. And someone asked him, "What do you think <laughs> of that?" Like it was absolutely heartbreaking or something. He's like, "What do you mean we won?" And then they had shown the replay. Of <laughs> I've not seen that actually. I'm not. Oh, look it up. It's brilliant. You need to link me. I'll, I'll try and find it. It's great. Oh, yeah, oh, I want to see that. <laughs> it's really good. Should we move on to the segment, George? The longer yes. segment. Yes. Although, to be fair, we did a... Um, for those listening and they know what the segment is, we did this a little practice before we started with Jack on the ones we did last week, and he got it within, like, seconds, so I'm slightly apprehensive. I'm quite proud of myself. Okay, but again, for the listeners who are who are new to this, um, so I'll decide I'll describe a player's career path, and it's a competition to, between these two as to who gets it who gets it first. But if you get it before them, just DM us, message us back on Instagram or um, Twitter, and you'll get a special prize for next week. Okay, that's what prize? It's it's a special prize. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I mean that's, that, that sounds really creepy. Yeah. No, it's a shout out, okay? It's a shout out, okay? It's a shout. <laughs> it's a shout out on the next episode, okay? George, you ruined it. You ruined it. Okay, let's just go. Let's just go into it. So, okay, Jesus, this guy's been everywhere, but Nicholas okay, and Elka, yeah. Ronaldinho, decent guess, but no, really. 2000, 2001 to two thousand five, Ipswich Town. Yeah. Well, Ronaldinho, Kevin Davis, a decent guess. Let me just say for a bit, like, give me 10 seconds to just describe it first. All right, all right, okay. 
2001 to 2005, Ipswich Town. So not Ronaldinho. 2005 to 2007, Charlton Athletic. 68 appearances. 2007 to 2009, Tottenham Hotspur. You can start guessing from now. Marcus uh, ben. 2009 to 2000, 2009 to 2011, Sunderland. Darren Ben. Yeah. Were they actually? <laughs> yes. Why yeah. did I guess? Why yeah. did I guess his brother before I? Like, you guessed the, the wrong Ben. <laughs> well, I, 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 I was just thinking you'd go more niche than you did. Do you know what, actually? You said you say yeah, that, you say that made me I? think Darren Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. That's, that's the thing. I thought it was decent, yeah, but then I just realised the Tottenham Hotspur to Sunderland thing would just make it so big. Well, yeah. to be fair, like when you said Ipswich, Marcus Bent was known for. I mean, he was like third top scorer in the league one season for Ipswich. That so very not a bad guess. Knowledge there. Fair play. The was his mate. Uh, only time my game. Before I, if I ever come on this podcast again, I'm. Trust me, I will win. Doing I'm, I'm going to be doing sporkle quizzes non-stop. I don't care about my masters. Like I've got priority. Do my lockdown, mate. Oh, yeah, I'm going I'm to make this one harder and the one after this the There's hardest. Yeah. So or next week. No. Say again. Two more. Doing them now. Oh, okay. I just one. Yeah, yeah. No, it's two, two. We had we did two last week. We're doing three this week. So two. Um, two thousand eight. Cool. Cork City, two appearances. 2008 Sean Derry. 2008-2013, Sunderland, 25, 25 appearances. 2012-2013, Hull City on loan. 2013-2018, uh, Hull City, Lee 147 Bruce. appearances. Hull City, Hull City, George. 2018-2019, Reading. 2019, Country on loan. And... 2012 to 2018, he, he made 26 appearances for Republic of Ireland. Myla? Yeah. Yes. Good, Good. shout. Couldn't remember his first name, but. The David. Yeah, I mean. Before the last team, I had in my head Tom Huddleston or Jake Livingston. Well, he had to be reason. Irish, didn't he? Yeah, but then he said the I. Yeah, then he made it the Irish one. I was like, oh. Well, well he started at Cork. I just thought he might like... just play. They might have just played for Cork randomly. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Although he had to be Irish. What's the decider? So this guy's been at a lot of clubs as well. So I'm not going to... Nicholas and Elka. Briefly, I'm going to briefly... No, George. <laughs> I'm going to briefly... I'm not going to say the years. I'm just going to start. Uh, so from 1994, he started. He was at Modena. Then Empoli. Then Fiorenzola. Then Lodigiani, where he made 31 appearances, 15 goals. Then Treviso, 1999-2000. Then Vincenza. Then 2001 to 2003, Brescia? Yeah. yeah. Then 2003 to 2005, Palermo, 80 appearances, 50 goals. Yeah. Then 2005 to 2007, Fiorentina, 67 appearances, 47 league goals. 2007 to 2010, Bayern Munich, 60 appearances, 38 goals. Then Roma on loan. Then Genoa. Then Juventus for a season, then Al Nassar, then back at Fiorentina. Vucinic. No, and then he's at, he's then Verona from 2013 to 2016. He was at Verona, 95 appearances, 48 goals. I think I know who it is, but I can't remember his name. Oh. So he played for Italy from 2004 yeah. to 2009, 47 appearances, 16 goals. He won the FIFA World Cup. Oh, Quite Clearella. What's his name? Is it, no, he's, is it he's, Perotti? No. 
So league goals, 268 league goals in 580, 586 appearances. I've got, Luca I've got Tony. someone in my head. I just can't... Yes. Is that actually Luca yes. Tony, really? Jack, yeah, it's Luca Tony. Oh, wow. Jack, you've won yeah, this episode. You, Congrats, you. you've beat George. You've beat the chaser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not, not quite the dark destroyer, but I'm getting there. I'm gonna. I, I do what I'll do. What Mark Lebet did doesn't the chase when he loses a loses and he hits the table. <laughs> do it. We want to hear it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, did, I, I was. I was thinking of. Um, I. I was. I had someone completely different in my head, but I. I still can't remember. No, I can't remember his name. It will come. It will, is it like Candrave or something? I don't know. Can I, that's someone in my head. Playing. I can't remember. Uh, well, did, well t- t- Luca Tony's a bit older, like yeah. Like that, when did he say he like, started? Like ninety four. So it had to be yeah, someone pretty. I'm not gonna lie. With all, all those, all those, all those names you were whacking, teams you were whacking out. I've never heard yeah, any of these. They're all like, so are they lower, yeah, I, are some of them like lower league Italian teams. I assume so, one second. Yeah, I, can so check I, that, I haven't heard of most of them. To be fair, I only knew because obviously he played for Bayern Munich. And I then... had no idea he played for Bayern Munich. Yeah, no, honestly, say no idea. Did he have a bit of a like Jamie Vardy type career, like lower leagues until like mid twenties, and then towards um, his late twenties, yeah, he just randomly became a top flight elite footballer. Yeah, but I Won guess his, his late impact wasn't even that. It wasn't, but he wasn't even that good for that long. He, like he was, but he wasn't at the top for very long. Yeah, he joined Bayern when he was thirty. Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Mad. So I mean I associate mostly with him with Fiorentina and I just associate um, it with him, that celebration. Yeah, the one um, that Mitchu I... stole. Damn! Oh damn! George, you just spoiled it for next week. We're actually <laughs> going to do Mitchu. Change it up, mate. Do Wayne Routledge instead. George has been beaten. I thought he would go unbeaten. Well, you, George has been you beaten. Right, going to go on an unbeaten streak, and instead it lasted one week. Still, that's, that's still that's still longer than most people will go. Yeah, <laughs> this this beloved series. Before we go, Jack, I quickly want to ask you a question that we asked Harry last okay. week as well. What's your top four prediction? Oh, okay. What's your top Honestly, four prediction? I think City are going to win it. Um, I think United will come second, but probably not. Like, I don't think it'll be a close title race, to be honest. Top four, probably gonna have to say Chelsea. Jaylings no, West Ham. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Liverpool then Chelsea. It's kind of boring. That, that's exactly like, mine. That's exactly yeah, mine. That's kind of what even now on paper. See, I said Liverpool last week, but I, I I'm starting to think they're not going to finish top four. Th- that's the thing because I thought Van Dijk or go. I mean, I thought Gomez would be back, but both of them are definitely I, out for I, the season. I apparently. think West think West Ham just keep top. winning. Yeah, I honestly, I, I think I think Leicester are probably more likely than West Ham. Leicester, yeah, Leicester, yeah, I forgot about Leicester. Yeah, yeah. do you want to say I might even say? I, Leicester, yeah, I think it'll be Leicester and Chelsea Leicester third, maybe Liverpool fourth. Anyway, In with let's the end it there. Good to good to talk to you, Jack Byrne, as always, and you're Thank you very much. always welcome back on. It was it was an absolute pleasure. One off the bucket Lovely. list. Lovely. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Goodbye. See ya.